This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 16th of January. Flux fam, we are back with another What The Flux recap series. Now, before we return to our daily bite-sized business news in Feb, this week, it's all about the best stories from 2022. Now, today, we're looking at some of the biggest mergers and acquisitions that took place in Australia and globally across 2022. Now, B-Man, we know 2021 was a pretty significant year for M&A activity in Australia, with over 62 public M&A deals, get this, worth over 130 billion dollars. So it's fair to say 2022 had some big shoes to fill. And it didn't quite reach the same heights as 2021, but despite a drop in the M&A activity, we still saw some big mergers and some big acquisitions. So now, Brett, let's get into some of our favorite M&A stories of 2022. Let's get into it. For our first, Origin Energy, one of Australia's largest power and gas suppliers, has received an $18 billion takeover offer. Wow, bids being lobbed all over this industry, Brett. So what is happening? Okay, so Origin Energy is one of the big three in the power and gas industry. That's made up of Origin Energy, AGL Energy, and Energy Australia. Origin actually tops the list for the number of customers. We're talking over 4 million across Australia. Now, Darcy Boy, a group led by Canadian investor Brookfield Mm -hmm. has offered to pay $18 billion for Origin, that's $9 per share. And Brett, that's nearly a 55% premium on Origin Energy's last closing share price. But with that juicy acquisition premium being offered, Mm -hmm. it would be hard for Origin's board and its shareholders to say no. So what is the key learning here? An acquisition premium is the difference between the last trading value of a company set by the share market Mm -hmm. and the price paid to acquire the company. In the case of Origin, Brookfield and its friends are offering a 55% acquisition premium. Ajazi boy, tell me, why would a company pay an acquisition premium rather than just the current value? Well, it can turn a no or a maybe into a fully blown yes. (laughs) Brookfield failed in its last attempt to acquire AGL, so clearly they really want to close this deal. But, 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 Brett, if Origins Board or shareholders are to reject this offer, that premium value will drop off almost immediately. Mm -hmm. For our second story, David Jones has been sold to private equity investor Anchorage Capital Partners. A nice Christmas present for private equity crew, Brett. What is the story? So David Jones is the 184-year-old department store known for, quote, the best and most exclusive goods. (laughs) But Brett, despite the best and exclusive things in store, the business has taken a major turn over the past eight years. Yep. Back in 2014, Woolworths South Africa acquired David Jones for over $2.1 billion. But now, a private equity investor named Anchorage Capital Partners has acquired David Jones for what could only be described (laughs) as peanuts. Justin, the final price is isn't known yet. It's expected to be between 120 mm-hmm. and 130 million dollars, excluding the assets it owns, like the Burke Street store. And it's just another example of a private equity company picking up a carved-out business. Yeah. So what's the key learning here? A carve-out refers to a business strategy where a parent company sells out of one of its business units. For Woolworths, they've carved out David Jones because David Jones didn't fit in with their broader strategy anymore. And Brett, carve-outs are often great investment options for the right buyers, such as private equity funds. These are generally still good businesses, but don't fit into the parent company's value proposition. For Woolworths South Africa, they picked up David Jones with the goal of expanding it into food with David Jones's food halls. Which, despite its delicious <laughs> food, it really struggled to mm-hmm. gain traction. They also wanted to expand David Jones across the whole Southern Hemisphere. Which also did not work once Woolworths you know, realised this would require a region-specific approach. So, a private equity firm like Anchorage Capital may just show David Jones some love and sell it in a few years for an absolute amount 
Monza. Yep. For our third and final story, Twitter has officially been sold to Elon Musk for 44 billion US dollar dues, and the plan is to take the company private. Well, well, well. Talk about Twitter doing a 180, Brett. Yeah. What is the story? Quick recap, my friend. Elon Musk <laughs> bought a 9.2% stake in Twitter. He was offered a board seat, rejected the board seat, and then offered to buy the whole company. Now, Twitter's board didn't like the sound of that one, but looks like there's been a big change of heart out of nowhere. They thought Elon could walk the walk, but he couldn't talk the talk. They thought he was bluffing with finance. Ah, so then over the weekend, the crypto king himself <laughs> showed he wasn't all talk and revealed exactly how he planned to finance the offer. And so now the board has approved a massive 44 billion US dollar deal for Elon Musk to take over Twitter and yet another tech billionaire buying a big media company. So what, Justin, is the key learning here? Over the years, we've seen commercially savvy billionaires buying their way into underperforming media companies. How many non-commercially savvy billionaires are there, Justin? <laughs> there are many, <laughs> but it ate for the financial upside. Now, we saw Mr. Jeffrey Bezos buy the Washington Post because it had a, quote, important role in democracy. We saw Salesforce CEO Mark Benioff buy Time magazine to unshackle it from financial constraints so it could deliver truthful mm. information to readers. And now Elon Musk is buying Twitter. And B-Man, for the most part, there have been positive changes to these outlets that have been bought by billionaires. There's still a risk that this new powerful ownership could influence political discourse. Or potentially skew coverage to suit their specific agenda. So Brett, even though Elon reckons he's got the best intentions to protect free speech, the move could shape how billions of people mm. use social media. Fluxam, tomorrow we'll be doing a deep dive into the biggest stories that hit Australian shores in 2022. It's juicy, it's local, and it will get you pumped for a big 2023. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.